0: Hello and welcome to this week's Dare to Dream Bigger podcast, episode 30, with me, your host, Claire Yosa, mentor to passionate world changers, NLP trainer, meditation and yoga teacher and reformed engineer. Is it time to get off the complaining train? Do you ever feel like you're drowning in negative self-talk? like your brain is something that's out of control, you don't know how to pray stop, and all that's going around in your head is worrying and thoughts about stuff that is going wrong, that did go wrong, or that might go wrong in the future. If yes, then you're stuck on the complaining train. And the effect of being stuck on the complaining train is you're going to feel pretty miserable, you're going to find that you don't take the opportunities you were dreaming of, you'll end up stuck in gossip, you'll feel bad, And I want to give you an antidote today. So I hope this is going to be useful for you because it's something that so many of us suffer from. So when those thoughts going round in our heads have got a negative undertone, looking at everything that's going wrong, seeing the problems, feeling overwhelmed and exhausted, when they're generously seasoned with drama and emotions and maybe even a liberal dollop of gossip then the complaining train is getting in the way. It's like we get on this train, I don't know who gives us the ticket, and then we discover there are no stops for us to get off at. (laughs) The thing is, when you're stuck on the complaining train, you miss out on the good things in life. The background noise of everything that's going wrong in your thought habits is so loud that it drowns out any thoughts about things you're enjoying or what's going well. And it's a really painful place to live. Now, the thing is, your body feels every thought that you think. So when you think a thought about stress or something bad, your body doesn't care whether it's physically happening in this moment, whether you're remembering it or whether you're imagining it. It fires off the same neurochemical reactions as though it were actually happening. And this means that you can think stressful thoughts and you will feel stressed. Your body will fire off the cortisol, the adrenaline, everything else it needs to support responding to stress. You can think happy thoughts and your body will get your sympathetic nervous system to slow down. The parasympathetic, which is the relaxation response, will come up. You'll feel relaxed, alert and happier. So when you're stuck on the complaining train, your body gets stuck in low level stress response. Firing off all of those reactions to allow you to run from a saber-toothed tiger. It makes it harder to think straight. It makes it, your body takes away the resources from the areas like that are less vital if you're running, like digestion and cellular level healing. You end up with chronic emotional, mental and physical stress and even disease. The thing is, I have a dear friend who I remember last year she posted on Facebook that there was somebody who was driving her absolutely crazy. And this person had been completely unreasonable. And my friend was really, really annoyed about it. And then she said, I suddenly realised none of that had actually happened. It was just me playing a scenario in my head. Yeah. Yeah. And yet she'd had the same response as though the person had actually done it. And she felt the same anger towards that person. And she felt the same physical exhaustion from having been through the experience, even though it was just a worrying based what if. I had it this week. There's somebody in our personal life at home who's not part of our lives anymore. And they're desperately trying to pick a fight with us. And we just don't want to dance that dance. And because we won't dance the dance and they need... The kind of the self harming hit of picking this fight, it's going to keep them going somehow. They've been getting more and more extreme, doing things that are frankly verging on the ridiculous. And yesterday they took some action that, if I'd been feeling awake and calm and generally happy, I'd have just face palmed and gone, "Oh, can't believe that one." But because I'd already been stressed and overwhelmed, and I was trying to fix things like broken telephones and the kids were playing up, it hit me hard and it caught me because I was already sat on the complaining train. Now, when these things happen and you're already sitting on the complaining train, the train goes faster. Have you ever noticed that? So what happened instead is I gave this person rent-free access to my head for about two hours. And I wasn't stressing about what the eventual outcome of this matter will be because I know that we've been completely fair and sensible and calm and reasonable. Um, And I know that the drama will eventually die away when I don't keep feeding it for them the issue I was playing in my head was how much of my time this was going to swallow up, having to respond to their drama, (laughs) having to put it to bed. And I could see it could easily swallow almost a week of my available working time. And I didn't want to do that. And so I spent, I gave them two hours of my time where the complaining train just ran scenarios and got stressed. And by the end of it, I was exhausted. I was on the floor. Why? I'd kind of just been sitting around and just going through my day. It was because my body had been firing off all the stress hormones as though I were actually in a battle. I had worn myself out. I spotted it. I did the grounding stuff I do. I did some thought work. I did some gratitude work. And then I asked myself the questions I want to share with you in a minute so that if you find yourself stuck on the complaining train or stuck in this stressed out story filled gerbil wheel, you can fix it too. So I'd love to know, is there somewhere in your life at the moment where you're stuck on the complaining train? where you're spotting everything that's going wrong, where it's stressing you out, where it's taking over your headspace and not allowing stuff for the stuff that you wish you could be thinking about or doing instead. You might want to press pause. If there's a quick, a quick answer that comes up, great, keep listening. If you need to go think about an example, press pause and come back to me when you've just got one specific example of something where you're telling yourself stories about everything that either has gone wrong, that is going wrong or could go wrong. So here's the technique I use to get out of this and turn things around without whitewashing, without pretending that everything's okay, without doing the old spiritual bypass. So the first question, and I used to throw rotten tomatoes at myself when I first started asking myself this, what is real in this? What is real in this drama I'm telling myself Press pause, let the answer bubble up. You might want to scribble down some notes. Then the next question is what is the truth? What is the truth? There's a difference between what we physically take in with our senses. And like the movie filter through which we then perceive that. We're going to cover it in next week's podcast where I'm going to talk about the reticular activating system in your brain. So make sure you're signed up for this on iTunes, Dare to Dream Bigger. Or you've got my newsletter, claireyosa.com forward slash updates. What is the truth in this? We project our inner stories on top of the sensory stuff that's coming in. It filters it. So often the stories we're telling ourselves in our head are quite different to the physical evidence in the outside world. What is the truth in this? Press pause, let some answers bubble up. Now, this is the one that unblocked it for me yesterday. So this particular person is going through some very difficult times in their lives. And it's quite clear if I take the meta position and I stand outside of the dance, that this person is trying to project their anger and pain onto us so that, you know, sometimes... Being angry towards somebody else is easier than looking in the mirror and dealing with your stuff, yeah? In fact, usually. (laughs) Yeah, all criticism comes from someone else's pain. If somebody's being annoying to you, if somebody's being unkind, it's because they're in pain. But that doesn't mean that you have to be a doormat and accept the behaviour because often there's a life lesson in there for us. So here's the question that set me free yesterday. What am I really bothered about? What am I really bothered about? What is the real issue here. If I take away the surface level behaviours, drama, he said, she said, it's not fair. What's really going on under the surface? Now, for me yesterday, it was my fear that this person's actions could swallow up my hugely precious time and that that might stop me from actually actioning a project that I need to do in a few weeks time because I might need to spend my time on them and their drama instead of creating something that can make a bigger difference in the world. So my fear was that they would swallow up my time. Once I realised that, I could reclaim my power. Yeah, once I realised actually, that's all it was, is there was part of me saying, oh, you can't get into this, Claire, because then you're going to have all this time go and you're not going to be able to do this thing that's really important to you that will make a difference in the world. Well, I can just then take action. I can make sure this person's drama doesn't swallow up my time, like it. Gave, I gave them two hours of my time yesterday. Yeah, absolutely free. And they don't even know. I can then take action. You can then take action. You can reclaim your power, to choose how to spend your time, to choose which thoughts to feed, and to choose which actions to take. You're no longer in the reactive space of having these thoughts running wild and not knowing what to do about them. So press pause, ask yourself, what am I really bothered about? What's the real issue here? Take out the drama and the emotion, allow the answer to bubble up, scribble it down and come back to me. So how did you get on? Which issue was it that had you stuck on the complaining train? And what was real in it? What's the truth? And what was really bothering you? I'd love to hear from you via the comments on this. If you're watching, if you're listening to this over at my website, clayosa.com. And the final stage to set yourself free from a particular episode of being on the complaining train is once you've taken the learning and you've taken the action is let it go. We love subconsciously to pick that scab. Yeah, I watch my kids do. I've got three boys. The youngest is only five. They get scabs on their knees when they fall over. And sure enough, within a day of the scab forming, it's off. It's, oh God, that's why I didn't study medicine. Yeah. (laughs) And we pick the emotional scabs. When you truly take the learning from something and then you say, you know what? I'm reclaiming my power. I'm going to take positive action. And then I'm just going to let this story go. Because it's not my story. It's not my drama. And I don't want to feed it anymore. When you let it go, you set yourself free. You will free up energy. You will free up emotional energy. You will free up headspace. You will free up physical energy. You then are free to take steps towards what you want instead. So that is the key here. And I've got some extra resources to support you on this. If getting stuck in negative self-talk is an issue for you, I'm really excited. We're running a seven-day challenge on how to set yourself free from negative self-talk, even if you've secretly been doing it for years, <laughs> because most of us have. You can get this as my gift at claireyosa.com forward slash negative self-talk. That's C L A R E j-o-s-a.com forward slash negative self-talk make sure you've got your seat on the seven day challenge it's all in bite-sized chunks and it could really turn this around for you i'm going to be doing some deep dive stuff some practical neuroscience practical psychology and also some engineer approved woo-woo so you don't want to miss this claireyosa.com forward slash negative self-talk also our november masterclass is how to use your thoughts to consciously create the life you've been dreaming of This one is not to be missed. November the 14th, you can find that at claireyosa.com forward slash masterclass. Make sure you're registered on this. You need to show up live. I'm going to be taking questions as well. I'm going to be sharing with you stuff that I've spent the last 20 plus years studying, teaching, mentoring, refining, writing books about. (laughs) And the third resource for you today is the Dare to Dream Bigger Handbook. Those of you who've already got your copies and you're reading it, you'll know that in step two on confidence, we talk a huge amount about self-talk. But you'll also know I don't just talk about it. I give you the practical exercises, tutorials, strategies and insider secrets that I share with my mentoring clients and my mastermind members so that you too can set yourself free from negative self-talk. You can learn how to choose which thoughts to feed. You can discover the power of tools like gratitude to turn things around. And it doesn't have to be like Pollyanna and whitewashing. It's all there for you in Dare to Dream Bigger, which you can get from your local bookshop, you can get it from the big bookshop in the sky, or you can order a signed copy from me, at www.daretodreambiggerhandbook.com. So make sure you've got Dare to Dream Bigger. There is so much in there for you. And in the Reader's Club, I've got audios, videos, worksheets, you name it, on how to deal with negative self-talk. So I really look forward to seeing you on our seven-day challenge. If you found this podcast instalment useful, please share it far and wide via social media. Make sure you are subscribed via iTunes. Search for Dare to Dream Bigger. Then you'll get it straight to your phone or wherever it is you listen to your podcasts each week. And if you're not into podcasts, then go to claireyosa.com forward slash updates to make sure you're getting my weekly newsletter and I'll tell you whenever a new episode is published. Thank you. I look forward to seeing you next week when we're going to be talking about whether or not your thought habits are making you subconsciously self-sabotage your dreams. You don't want to miss that one.